tax tax which is always exciting GST that's a great idea more efficient tax due diligence now Hey everyone and welcome. You're listening to Tax Wrap, uh, episode 18, almost at episode 20. My name is Nathan Hewitt and today we're joined by Andy. How are you doing, Andy? I'm going well. Nice to be here, uh, Nathan. It's great to be here. It's actually a beautiful Friday morning. We're both looking forward to the weekend. But before we do that, we're going to talk about uh, the tax officer's most recent uh, initiative, if you like, uh, Building Confidence, which is sort of like a, a new compliance initiative that's uh, said to replace um, the old way of doing things. So, Andy, what is building confidence? Yeah, build, building confidence, Nath, um, is a new online hub that's uh, been introduced by the tax office uh, this week. Now, just to give people um, at home a little bit of context, um, the uh, previously the what the tax office has done is they've issued what's referred to as the compliance program or the compliance and focus document. Now, that document comes out once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, typically towards the end of the financial year, and it outlines the tax officer's uh, primary activities or key activities that I'll be looking at uh, during the course of the income year. So in most cases, what you'll find in this uh, in this uh, compliance program is the tax office will say, with respect to you know the individual group of taxpayers, we will be looking at, for example, certain professions. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they'll be looking, they'll look at lawyers and, you know, the way that they claim tax deductions the year after it might be uh, flight attendants or IT consultants, so a whole range of different professions that they believe uh, should be uh, focused or should be targeted on. Um, now that's in somewhat uh, changing with this new uh, Building Confidence uh, online hub. Because the tax office has previously issued this once a year, this new online hub will be updated regularly uh, to uh, inform taxpayers and the community at large as to some of the areas that the tax office be, will be focusing on on a much more regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of how it's uh, constructed, um, obviously it'll be constructed in different groups of taxpayers. So you're looking at individuals, you're looking at high wealth individuals, uh, you're also looking at small businesses, big end of town, large corporates, and also some uh key tax areas, for example, such as uh, GST. So so the overall uh, flavour of um, the actual um, online hub is to keep taxpayers updated on a more regular basis in terms of some of the activities um, that the tax office will be conduct- conducting uh, in the near term and also in the longer term. Mm-hmm. So I guess the title building confidence at first i must admit it was a little bit misleading because it sounds as though or the connotation there is that it's a work in progress that's kind of what you're getting from it so the confidence isn't there yet but we're getting there and it, i guess that's part of the tax office's general overhaul with communications with taxpayers i mean they want to build that rapport um, between the tax office which in the past sort of looked like it's been shrouded in this veil of mystery um, and it's sort of breaking down those walls and saying, yes, we're, we're willing to um, communicate and also consolidate all our processes into the one thing. It's sort of the same as like with single-touch payroll in, in 2016. They're that's sort right. of consolidating everything into the one, making everything sort of easy to do. And that's, of course, in regards to payroll obligations and reporting and things like that. So this is – it's a pretty good uh, communications sphere, I guess, would you say? That's right, yeah. I, I think one of the things is – um, what the tr- tax office is trying to achieve is they're trying to create, uh, achieve transparency with taxpayers mm. in general. So if there's this working relationship between the tax office and taxpayers, that improves 
confidence, or in, in this case, building confidence in the uh, in the overall Australian tax system. So, so that's why the title is, as you sort of pointed out, it's a bit of a misnomer. No, misnomer. People aren't necessarily sure what it means. But essentially, the the tax officer's approach is a more of a soft touch approach. And if taxpayers don't uh, comply, then obviously, you know, it'll be a much uh, a much harder uh, for, uh, way in which uh, they might conduct audits or might undertake uh, more strenuous reviews. So, so the overall uh, essence of this is to to develop a relationship with taxpayers and and uh, being transparent and also communicating on a more regular and frequent uh, basis. So. I have had uh, meetings with the tax office in terms of um, some consultation in relation to this, and Fantastic. and the, the actual building confidence uh, title was uh, talked about. <laughs> uh, in general, people didn't necessarily know what it means, but mm. I think in the whole context of things, it, it is a step in the right direction in terms of trying to be a lot more transparent with taxpayers and and assisting them um, with. Um, fulfilling their obligations. Mm. So when you talk about compliance and also this whole building confidence thing, um, the tax the tax officer's goal is definitely to sort of um, to bridge that gap and get the, get that rapport going. Do you think that it will sort of curb um, shonky compliance practices in future? Do you think that's a goal as well? And do you think that will sort of happen? Absolutely. I think what the tax office is trying to do is they're trying to be on the front foot in terms of these things. They're trying to identify uh, issues out there. Uh, amongst taxpayers, where they believe there might be some sort of um, uh, some sort of abuse, for mm-hmm. example, um, you know, you'll, you'll you'll probably see some of those things out there, like Project Do It's, you know, one type of uh, project out there where they're sort of focusing on, you know, um, whether the income's being assessed properly here in Australia, particularly from overseas sources. So we're starting to see a lot of those sorts of activities, um, and the tax office is also trying to simplify the way that. Um, uh, simplify the way that things are done in terms of claiming deductions, informing taxpayers as how to, to do it. And, um, and that's a perfect segue, um, Nathan, just to talk about sort of some of the areas that they'll be looking at, um, particularly around individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, with respect to individuals, on the on the Building Confidence website in the specific individual section, the tax office this year's taken a somewhat different approach to, mm. to its compliance. Uh, in the past, there's we talked about they looked at specific professions mm-hmm. but this year what they've done is they've um, they've outlined certain work re- work related deductions that they believe uh, can be misinterpreted or can be abused by certain taxpayers and they mm-hmm. just wanted to clarify that um, and this year for the three main items that they're sort of looking at are to do with uh, expense claims for you know overnight travel uh, motor vehicle expenses for traveling between home and work and the way that you know you you've got a mobile phone I can see the mobile phone sitting next to you there mm-hmm. even the way that you use your mobile phone and other electronic devices for, for work purposes okay so that's something that you often don't think about and that sort of um, lends to the larger point is that there are two types of non-compliant taxpayers the ones that know that they're being non-compliant and they want to hide it and the ones that just aren't sure and I guess it's probably likely that um, the tax office is addressing these particular areas because they're looking at people consistently making mistakes in that's these areas or just omitting things just because they're not sure how it works. So let's focus on this claiming computer phone or other electronic devices as a work-related expense. Is that something that in your experience, Andy, working with um, taxpayers, is that something that you see often people aren't sure about? That's right, yeah. I mean, the thing is, uh, and 
the, the tax office has been useful in this regard um, with respect to that uh, area. They have released a little YouTube clip explaining... Yeah, those are you fantastic. Know, yeah, explaining sort of how these deductions should be claimed. They've given it, given you some a little bit of context in terms of, you know, um, for example, if you, you do have a mobile phone, the... As a as a general rule, you know you can't claim deductions for to the extent that you use it for private purposes. Okay. So you've got to focus on the business use or you know how you use it for work uh, purposes. And basically, the video does go through and say, look, you know you might need to maintain documents or you might need to maintain records showing how you've used your phone throughout the course of the year in terms of uh, deriving your accessible income, i.e., through what you do in your job uh, or you know um, or through your, your profession so so that's a very important sort of um, bit of information there for for people to think okay I just can't willy-nilly go and claim the full deduction I need to actually analyze my business usage yeah. or at least have some sort of record to demonstrate that you know throughout the course of the year uh, you know I might be predominantly use it is it 60% is it 80% I might need to demonstrate how I use that uh, piece of equipment so, and that extends to you know for example your phone your, your computer, your your iPad, so all those sorts of tools that you use on a day-to-day basis. As part of this building confidence um, initiative, you said it would be updated quite regularly by the tax office. It's something that they're working with, um, you know, consistently. What are the next sort of focus areas that they're going to be looking at, or when will that? When will we see the next sort of? Um, do you think? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. The tax office has indicated it'll be regular. I mean, I'm not sure because it is a new initiative. It's sort of a watch this space at the moment. Yeah. It could be, I guess the thing is you, the tax office doesn't want to necessarily um, release something and then you know say, oh, we're moving on to something else when that issue is still fairly topical. Yeah. So I, I, I do suspect, uh, my gut feeling is that this might be something that's a bit more regular, like quarterly. So okay. that, you have a flavour of the flavour of the quarter, flavour of the month, and then they'll move on to something where, as and when it arises. So it does give them that nimbleness to identify issues as and when they mm-hmm. they arise. I don't necessarily suspect that um, you know you'll sort of you know get things um, you know necessarily quarterly, but as and when they identify an issue that's most prevalent, they'll 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 pick up on that. Mm-hmm. As is often the case with. Um, all-encompassing communications initiatives, things that involve sort of complete involvement across a lot of areas that previously weren't linked up, things sometimes fall between the cracks. So what do you think are the main or the potential problems that could come out of um, building confidence if if they're not kept on top of? Yeah, I I think one of the biggest things is, you know, um, particularly amongst, I mean, obviously most, particularly individual taxpayers uh, do go through their tax agents and and the difficulty I, f- I feel is that potentially tax agents may not be necessarily updated as frequently they might not be uh, you know t- as tax agents you're you know you're always on the run so mm-hmm. so sometimes you might not pick up all this information uh, quickly as and when it arises you might you know you might sort of check the page every now and again you're not constantly having a yep. look so so that's one of the the flaws of it i i do understand that the tax office is working on ways on communicating quickly to tax agents by way of you know emails or, or portal messages but at this stage i'm not necessarily sure as to the frequency of that so that agents pick up these things relatively quickly and then can can communicate it out to the their, uh, their client base so in closing andy are you more confident in the tax office at this stage i i feel that the tax office is moving in the right direction. Uh, I think that uh, being transparent to taxpayers will help improve 
the system. Obviously, because this is new, uh, it's a new initiative. Uh, there'll always be teething problems, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm hopeful in the long term that um, you know, with these sorts of initiatives, we can you know they communicate to say an association like us, and then we can get that out to our our members and to to taxpayers Absolutely. at large. So. So it's it's a great website. Uh, if you Google Building Confidence uh, ATO, uh, it should be the first thing that pops up. And uh, by all means, have a look, run through the actual, run through the actual site, and uh, have a look at some of the activities that the tax office is focusing on. And Andy, we'll also be covering this in the upcoming taxpayer. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, we we do have a little spill uh, in in the upcoming taxpayer. Our colleague Steve has uh, written something, uh, a little spill on that, and. Uh, Hopefully, people can just just have a quick look as to some of those focus areas, and um, and hopefully yeah, be a little bit more informed. Fantastic. Well, this has been uh, Tax Wrap episode eighteen. Thanks for tuning in, and join us next week with episode nineteen. See ya.